Hi, I'm Kimberly Vega, and you're listening to the Daily Rhythms Podcast on Anchor FM. Well, greetings, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Daily Rhythms. I am your host uh, with a little scratchy voice, (laughs) uh, Vic Hunter. And joining me today on the program is my very dear friend and very special guest, Tiffany Nairn. Thanks for stopping by, Tiffany. Hi. Thanks for having me again. Sorry, I butchered your last name. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. We'll just call you Tiffany. There you go. Uh, And so, um, yeah, your uh her Tiffany's voice may be familiar to some of our uh listening audience because uh she did a couple of promos for the show and she's been program uh, on more than one occasion so um so thankful to have her back and um for those of you who are not familiar with Tiffany let me tell you a little bit about her um she Grew up in Tennessee, my home state. Thank you very much. We I claim it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she has lived in a couple other places, including England and India. And I think you're flying back to India uh, next month. Is that right? Uh, yes, Lord willing. Yes, Lord willing. The creek don't rise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, so she is uh, in the tech industry. Although I got to tell you, folks, uh, I, I I rely on her on her for um, insight, not necessarily into technology, but into the scriptures. And so, oh. um, <laughs> that's right. Uh, she graduated uh, from David Lipscomb University, which is where we first met. Woo-hoo-hoo. Remember those days? I do indeed. They don't <laughs> yeah. seem so long ago, but. The yeah. calendar says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the day. Oh, <laughs> Are you going to do the. No, I can't do it. I could have done. <laughs> We're dating ourselves. <laughs> We're dating ourselves. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Um, Age so, to perfection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I invited Tiffany here. Um, if. if um, you guys will recall I uh, had her on the program uh, recently where we did a an episode on Bible Translations 101 and in a related topic I thought, you know, we should do an episode surrounding this question. Why should we study the Bible? Why should we study the Bible? And another reason this episode came up was because I was talking to a dear friend of mine recently, and she told me, she said, I have not studied the Bible in a long time. And folks, that gripped me. Um, I was like, that is tragic. Um, We may not think of this as tragic, but it really is, folks. I mean, this is a a matter of life and death. Um, The Bible says that that man does not live by bread alone. And and God is, I mean, this is, because in in my mind, if you're not studying the Bible on a consistent basis, and I'm not trying to lay a guilt guilt trip on anybody, but if you're not studying the Bible on a consistent basis, 
you're doing yourself a disservice because you are living um, on your own understanding, relying on your own understanding. Yeah. And that yeah. is dangerous. So, man, if I could just reach through these microphones and just make an impassioned plea with you, study your Bible. Study your Bible consistently. I mean, you don't have to study the book of Revelation in one day, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> study something from the scriptures. This is your life. This is your life. This is this is how you live. So uh, that's my impassioned plea for you today. Yeah. So um, do you have anything to add to that, Tiffany? I, I just echo that. Um, that just as God has provided manna every day, uh, for his people when he was going when they were going through the wilderness he has provided us scriptures which can provide our spiritual food every day as we go through this physical wilderness um, before we can reach an eternity with him so we're not um, just as our, our physical body will decay really begin the decay if we don't um, keep nourishment and energy coming in in the same way, if we do not keep reading our Bible and not just simply read the words, but really try to meditate and take those mm -hmm. in and understand it, um, you know, chew the bone as it were, then we will also um, begin our spiritual decay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that that is a more serious uh, consequence for those of us who do believe in God, who do take him at his words, who do believe you're either with him or you're not. You either have an eternity with him or you don't. And mm. not having your daily spiritual diet will put you in the, in the latter camp. It's, it just always will because you're not, you're not keeping him in the forefront. Amen. Amen. Well said. Uh, my dad um, was just, we were having a conversation, and he said just Friday, he said, you know, there's a difference between reading the Bible and studying the Bible. Amen. Uh, and I always compare it to, to reading a newspaper. You can read the newspaper, and you can gather a bunch of facts about you know, any news story that you're reading, um, but, but studying Scripture is so different because you are in taking the very word of God, not the word of some newspaper reporter, but the very word of God into your soul. And so that that's that's mm. a big difference there. That's a big difference. Yeah, and I know I know we've touched on this before, Victor, um, in our per private conversations. But you know, if we really should look at the Bible as love letters from God. Um, when you see, when you see, you know, an elderly person with a, a stack of letters in their, in their, um, possession, which, you know, are, are maybe from a, a husband who's passed on or a child who died young or, you know, someone they lost in the military that, uh, you know, belongs to a previous time in their life. But those letters you'll find are so well-worn and well-kept. Uh, and you can see, you know, the creases are nearly falling apart, but the words on the page are faded. 
but that person is clearly read and digested and reread and and really dwelt upon those letters throughout the years because that's their way of staying connected to that person and Mm -hmm. in a very real sense the scripture is our way to stay connected to god and Mm -hmm. he's he has made that available to us through the power of the holy spirit to make sure we stay connected to him yeah yeah and and in that regard i i will tell you folks that i have gone through seasons of just not having a desire to be in the word so i'm with you on that i i understand that i get that um but a very wise woman told me um you know just changing your perspective you talked about connecting with god just changing your perspective to hey i get a chance to spend time with God, right? I, I get a chance to do that on a, day, on a daily basis. So this is really more an opportunity. This is not a drudgery. This is not a homework assignment. Um, those of us who were Bible majors can understand <laughs> that. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I felt like we were asked to read the book of Revelation in one day. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But this is an opportunity to spend time with God. Like even if you just read a verse and you meditate on that verse and you marinate on that verse, um, God has a message for you in that, you know? Um, Amen. And so I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that point. I'm getting to that point. Like, Amen. You know, this is, this, I mean, God has a message for me. He, you know, um, how, to, how to live this life, you know? Amen. Uh, and some some passages might seem insignificant, but folks, I will I will say this: uh, in every page of Scripture, look for God. Look Amen. for God's character uh, on display, because it, it might not be very apparent, but it's there. And so, Amen. just ask before you start, before you open your Bible, say, Lord, I want to see you. Right, I wanna, I wanna know your character. I wanna know who you are, and in response to that, um, I want to uh, obey your word. You know, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, it's. Yeah, it's I, I didn't plan on all this, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, had something for me to say. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but we're gonna use for our basis. Um, Psalm 19, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna read the psalm, and then we're gonna do a little Bible study with you today. Um, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, read the the entire psalm, Psalm 19, no, not the entire psalm, <laughs> Psalm 19, verses 7 through 10, and then we're just gonna kind of take it apart. I'm gonna read read a section of the verse, and then Tiffany's gonna kind of uh, for us. Um, so, and every time I see this psalm, I think of you and a dear friend of ours singing this song. Uh, you remember I, that? I remember singing the song. I love this song. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay, sing it first, Mel. Come on. Go for it. Oh, <laughs> my voice is not as great as it used to be, as it ever was. Uh, who's this, honey? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> It is uh, easy, okay, easily okay, found okay. on well, YouTube. Well, we'll get her to sing on another show. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> <good enough. laughs> 
Tiffany Unplugged. There we go. There you go. Uh, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start reading the Psalm, uh, starting at verse seven, Psalm 19. The law of the Lord is perfect, uh, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Um, the precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. And here's my favorite part. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. And drippings of the honeycomb. Mm, isn't, that, isn't that sweet? Oh, my goodness. That's um, true. Amen. Yeah. So let's start with uh, verse 7, uh, Tiffany, uh, okay. which says, let me get back there. Uh, okay. Oh, here it is. Okay. So, verse 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, um, reviving the soul. Break that down for us. What does, what does that look like? What does that mean? Well, it... In verses 7 and 8 and 9 yeah. Yeah. and <laughs> uh, all three, you end up starting with a description of what we all would think of now within the context of God's word. And then the second half of that phrase in every time is telling us what it does to us. So um, the law of the Lord, obviously we are under the new law. Mm -hmm. But the law of the Lord is perfect. It is complete. There's nothing lacking from it. Um, there's nothing about it that we as humans can wag a finger and say, there ought to be a law against that. Because mm -hmm. his, it, it doesn't need amendments. It doesn't need revisiting. It doesn't need a, a, a new modern version. The law of the Lord is complete. It's perfect from, from day one until now. There's nothing, God who is our creator knows us inside and out far better than we do. And so the laws that he has put down for us, they're perfect. They are complete. Um, and then what they're saying in that first phrase, it mm, converts the soul or renews the soul, revives the soul. It, um, I find that rereading passages that, you know, even if they are familiar or oft-quoted passages like Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, or, mm -hmm. you know, people will read John 3, 16, and we see those, you know, in frequent uh, places. And yet revisiting those and meditating on those will still give you new messages because you're reading them at a different time in your life with different understandings, with different mm -hmm. experiences to bring. Uh, and when you read those again, uh, they speak to you in a fresh way. Uh, and in that sense, again, to me, they've most certainly, the the law continues to 
renew my soul. Every time you revisit, every time you go back over it, there's always something new and fresh um, and very powerful from the scripture. Mm, uh, amen. Yeah. And again, when you look at the next part, you know, the testimony of the Lord, which again is contained within his word, but he speaks of himself and we can see from that testimony who he is and he's made it clear on the page even at the beginning of psalm 19 he's talking about how creation itself speaks of him mm -hmm. and the creation and the bible are the two things that again to this day you can look around nature and understand so much about god just in the way things operate the way things are built so there's so much consistency and yet so much variance um and that, again, it makes wise even the simple things, the smallest things, there's wisdom to be gleaned. And again, the simplest person can understand God's wisdom mm -hmm. because of, you know, any, any unbiased look at nature can see there's an artist at work here. And you cannot, you cannot look at the art and not admire the artist. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and that's that's what you have to do through through the word and through creation. Both there's so much wisdom, uh, and yet it is a, a simple message at its core. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amen, amen. All right. Well, that, that, thanks for that encouragement, Tiffany. Um, so let's move on to verse eight, which says, uh, "The precepts of the Lord are right." Rejoicing the heart. And then yeah. the second part of that comes, the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. So there's a rejoicing and an enlightening. Amen. Amen. And again, the same thing. You have to say God's word is right. There's nothing, there's nothing he's ever asked us to do that is wrong, ever. Ever. I mean, he's God. He can ask us to do whatever. But if you follow his word, if you practice it, you are in the right. And there is peace and joy in that. You know, you get validation that what you have done in the past or the decisions you have made that have been in within God's law and within his um, his will. You can rejoice in that. You can rejoice in a life well done and take take lessons as well for what to do in future. But um, there's so much joy as well in understanding the love that God has given us and the salvation mm -hmm. that He will give us. Mm -hmm. um, you cannot you cannot not take peace and comfort and joy from that. Um, every single human being on the planet that has ever existed, God loves. He knows the hairs on their head, as the scriptures tell us. And mm -hmm. just to even dwell on that and think about that, how amazing, how incredible is it that God, mm -hmm. who has the power to do everything that's even well beyond our conception of what to do, and yet he loves me and he's made a plan for me to be, for me to be with him. I mean, how, how joyful is that? Um and again, when you when you read scripture, the enlightenment that comes with that, the again the additional wisdom, 
uh, even Proverbs itself will tell you that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, you, anybody can read and spout knowledge, but to actually begin your thought process with God is, God is at work here. There's a purpose for God in, in this writing, in, in what you're looking at, in what's happening around you. And it very much gives you a, an enlightened way to look at the world and what you're living through. Because there is God's purpose in all of it. Um, and rereading scripture helps us to see it. And that's enlightening. I always think of those aha moments. That when you read scripture and it's like, wow, I never saw that before. Has it been there always? I, I'm Really? <laughs> How did I not see that? And yet when yeah. you get those aha moments, they're just so precious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then moving on to verse 9. Uh, verse 9 says, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Uh, the rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Um, now, the first part of that verse might have to be explained uh, for someone who may view fear as um, kind of a negative thing, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but here it's talking more about being in awe of God, right? Exactly. That's the... The, the translators will sometimes use the word fear. And in our modern uh, tongue, we probably wouldn't use the term fear, but probably awe or wonder. Mm -hmm. um, that it is a fact that the two, there are plenty of ways to motivate people, but the two most powerful motivations to do anything are either fear or love. And God has demonstrated his love time and again, which we can read about through studying the Bible. And through that love, we can be motivated to love him back. But again, because of his power and just who do we think we are? I mean, honestly, if we think as how would a human view ants and the value of ants, I mean, that's that's the type of comparison you sort of think of who am I when I'm looking at God and what he can do. Um, and, and that can make you feel very humble and small and tremble with your own worthlessness, but understanding at the same time that God actually loves us and wants us to be his children. I mean, just how, how can you not, be in awe of what he has planned mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that it's think in less about the negative aspects of fear but just simply the awesomeness of god yeah. um and the, and that cleanness i mean god we think of having to clean our hands and clean our bodies on a regular consistent time but the clean that god provides we only have to be baptized once. We only have to be cleansed once, and that mm -hmm. will that will endure forever, yeah. uh, as long yeah. as we are continuing to follow Him. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have the rules, the judgments of the Lord. Again, the Supreme Court is on everybody's lips right now, and whether they did or didn't get, you know, judgments right. No one can ever criticize the judgments God has made. He knows our hearts. 
And when he has sentenced people to death, which he has most certainly done in the Old Testament, who am I to question? He knows their hearts. He knows their motivations. He knows their intent. And human to human, we do not have that same insight that he does. So we can get our judgments wrong or we can get them right sometimes. But his are true, are righteous altogether. In other words, there's absolutely no, nothing in his judgment that he's ever mistaken. He has never sentenced somebody that was innocent. You know, none. Of, there is no question. His judgments are right every single time. Well, if we can study what the Supreme Court does and make decisions to to learn more about the law, don't you think? studying God's judgments and what he has done in the past can mm. help us to understand what we need to do in future to mm. stay on the right side of that law. Absolutely. Mm. The same care we would take with the human law. We need it doubly so with, with God's law. Yeah. But let's, let's not forget that little word truth, that little word truth that's there in the middle most certainly means in this time, in this day and age, when we keep talking about fake news and, and false information and misinformation, let's never forget that God's word is truth. Mm -hmm. If you yeah. really want truth. It is the only truth. I was yeah. about to say the only truth. Yeah. Almost, practically everything else is perception and preference. But the real absolute truth is within within the walls of our of our Bible. Um, yeah, and and, and uh, at the University of Texas, um, they have a sign that quotes John eight thirty two, um, "You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free." Uh, and I was marvelled at that because I don't think that they're thinking of God's truth. No. When, when they uh, when they wrote that, they're thinking of um, maybe um, subjective truth, maybe or. Well, yeah, and per perception is is being called now sort of your truth or your own truth. And that yeah. that's really it's a new word for an old concept, which is perception. Our perception, our way of viewing things, our um, perspective um, there, there is room for our perspective in so much but not when God speaks and we do not know when God speaks if we don't study his Bible first we don't say amen to that yes. and yes, if we study his first then we know where he does speak and mm -hmm. where he doesn't speak we can now have preference and you know what it will still color our preference because if we understand how he speaks in these areas that are in the scripture, it helps us to have a, a different perspective on how we can handle other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, verse 10, um, I, don't, I don't think that there is a comment either you or I could make that would, would emphasize this more than what the word itself says. It says, more to be desired are they than gold, 
even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey uh, and dripped drippings of the honeycomb. I mean, I love that imagery, right? I mean, just the sweetness and, oh my goodness, I, I don't know if you've ever eaten honey before. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but even directly from a comb, directly from a honeycomb, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like dripping all down your face, man. <laughs> it's just, you know, oh, it's you fantastic. And it's just good. You can't get enough of it, you know. No. Um, well, back, so that, back. That's the way the word is. I love that imagery. I love it. I do. I do. I um, yeah. Again, I, I marvel, and the word is marvel, not the comics. I marvel at how many of the images that are in scripture are completely timeless. There hasn't been a time in this planet, there hasn't been a culture. There hasn't been a culture that existed that didn't know what gold was and treasure yeah, yeah. yeah. And there are bees everywhere and every every place bees make honey and people know honey. I mean I've traveled a lot. I haven't yet found a place that doesn't know gold and doesn't know honey mm-hmm. and and know that. But uh, what we can speak to, uh, Victor, is a time when even when you bought honey in the store, they would have a bit of the honeycomb in the middle of it, of mm-hmm. the jar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eating the honeycomb there, the, the, the little hexagonal cells that the bees are in when you when you bite into that that you're just getting little squirts of honey in your mouth all through it's just absolutely you really feel special <laughs> yeah yeah i've um, never done that but i just i just have this image in my mind uh, you know I was like oh know, it's wow. fantastic oh my goodness it's fantastic. Uh, you, have, but, you have to invite me over for a honey party sometime. Uh, we'll have to. We Winnie the <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and Victor and Tiff, no problem. But I'll continue it to verse eleven because not only is it to be desired more than gold and honey, but even the song will tell you and finish and say, and in keeping them, there is great reward. So while it says, you know, moreover, your servant is warned, but in keeping them, there is great reward. And the them there is the law of the Lord, the testimony, the statutes, the commandments, Mm -hmm. the judgments. Mm -hmm. You keep those and there is great reward. And we are talking about an eternal reward. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tiffany and I could have come up with... um, five reasons why you should study the Bible. And I thought about that, and I was like, why not the, just let the Word speak for itself? You Amen. Know? Yeah, yeah. I Amen. mean, so I I just, I was just like, uh, and it actually, we, we were actually going through this prayer. Uh, I was, I was, uh, I had attended a prayer group uh, last Friday morning, and we were just actually looking at the psalm and praying through the psalm, and I thought, Man, okay, there's an episode. Okay, you know, it's like, exactly. Like, the the Bible just gave me the outline. You know, like, so exactly. Oh my goodness! Oh my but goodness! To to bring this into a New Testament perspective, lest we understand we are under the new law. But Paul 
mentioned in practically every one of his letters. Uh, Philippians, Colossians, 1st, 2nd Thessalonians, 2nd Peter. I mean, all of his letters at some point, he ends up saying something similar. And I'll just read from Philippians 1 verse 9. He says, and this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment. Mm, uh-huh, so uh-huh. even even in the New Testament, while it's not mentioned, go study your Bible. Go study your Bible. That's not what the, the word is not in that way is not expressed. But well, it is actually. But in this verse, it continues to admonish us that we have to have spiritual growth. We have to grow in our love grow in our knowledge, grow in our discernment, our understanding, our wisdom in applying that knowledge. We can't do that if we're not in touch with the Bible. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's really more about growing in knowledge of him rather than growing in a bunch of biblical facts, you know. Amen. But it's all about growing in knowledge of him. Amen. All the facts lead to a particular purpose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we end, I got to tell a funny story about verse seven because um, the group a cappella had a song based on this um, scripture, and so the beginning was the laws of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul, and so they were saying the lost of the Lord. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was like, honey, we got you got to deal with some context stuff here because and we we laugh about that today because she 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 is known for um, mixing up words on a, a variety of songs. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of them. <laughs> I was like, honey, no, it's not the lost of the Lord. <laughs> no. They certainly aren't perfect. So, <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. Well, Tiffany, it is always a pleasure, um, not only to to have you on the program, but uh, to talk with you just throughout the years, um, just to talk about spiritual things and uh, how we both love the Lord and and love His Word. Um, I mentioned to you that somebody said, you know, you guys have great chemistry. And <laughs> really, I think what they're picking up on, like I, t- I told you Friday, they're picking up on the fact that we both love the Lord and we both love the, the Bible. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So. A- and I think, again, uh, a song that was popular for us back in the day reminds me of uh, something as well I was thinking across this weekend yeah. and that is the song the friends are friends forever if the Lord's friends the Lord yes. yeah. and you know uh, that is very true we we may have good chemistry but that's because the Lord is the Lord of us and so our mm. friendship run, runs runs deep and stays there because because God is, is the Lord of us so amen amen I couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> Thank you, Amy Grant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you have any final words before we close out? No, just open your okay. Bible, get started. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll end with prayer. Uh, okay. I just want to pray for these folks. 
Father, thank you so much for your word and just the power that it has to change our lives, but most of all to change our hearts. And that's what you're all about. Um, so, Lord, help us to value your word and the study of your word and just spending time in your word and soaking it up and meditating on it because um, it, it really does make us better people um, for you and for your honor and for your glory. Father, I pray for those who struggle with studying the word. Um, I pray that you would ignite within them a fire uh, to want to know you better uh, through your word. Um, so uh, thank you for my sister Tiffany and just uh, praying that um, the that the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable to you, O oh Lord, because amen. you are our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. 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 Right. Thank yes. you, brother. All right. Well, um, this is it for today, folks. And um, as, as always, uh, please remember to like, follow, and share. God's blessings to you all. That's a wrap. Take care. Bye. Bye.